Hey everybody, welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and equipping you to share those principles with others. I'm Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is going to be your friend and mine, Dr. Brooke Keels. And if you're listening to this podcast around the time that it's being released, The Advent season has just begun, which is that period of time on the church calendar where many Christians prepare to celebrate Jesus' coming. And typically, we emphasize a different theme during each of the four Sundays during Advent. And these themes are to really represent what God sent to us in Jesus. So this month, we're going to be talking about the themes of Advent, which are hope, peace, joy, and love. Uh, We're doing this because we just feel like it's so important that as we navigate this Christmas season, that we discuss the posture of our hearts, because we all know that the holidays can bring a lot of wonderful things, but they can also bring a lot of not so wonderful things. And we can just really easily find ourselves being swept away in the busyness, the push for a focus on stuff on hard family dynamics, on consumerism. And if there is anything that gets stolen in that process, it is these four themes of Advent, our peace, our joy, our hope, our love. It's not shocking to me that the very things this season is supposed to be about are the very things that the enemy is so crafty at stealing during this season. So this month, we're going to talk about these Advent themes because we want to choose to posture our hearts in such a way that we can actually maintain our mental and emotional and spiritual health during the holiday season. But I should tell you, here's the thing. We are going to take these a little bit out of order. So we hope that doesn't throw anybody for just a total loop. But today, Brooke and I are going to be talking about the Advent theme of peace. And we're going to combine it with the idea of rest in the holidays. So I'm so glad that you joined us today. And I hope that you enjoy this show. Well, Brooke, I am so glad that we are going to be covering these topics over the next few weeks because I'm just going to be honest with you and everyone else out there. Um, Every Christmas comes around, you know, uh, uh, November comes around and I'm like, you know what? This year is going to be a different year. This is going to be the year that I succeed at pushing all the busyness and the consumerism aside. And now that I've got little kids, I'm like, you know what? They're going to have a different experience of Christmas. They are going to, you know, just only hear about Jesus. They're not going to care about gifts. It's just going to be all about the Lord. And that's what this year's going to be. And every year uh-huh. when December 26th rolls around, I'm like, well, next year I am going to be really awesome. With this, like, I just, it, this is like, please tell me that I'm not alone in this. Cause I, I'm like, this is just such an ongoing battle for me. And I have this heart for it to be about this. And then it's just so easy to get sucked into everything else. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> on December 26th, I'm like, it's the Dillard 75% off sale. So we should go to that. Um, oh, man. So <laughs> Typically, no, I mean, honestly, and all, I mean, all joking aside, like we definitely try and keep our conversation, you know, about the Lord. But as far as, you know, I don't know that I spend a lot of time considering it. And 
if we read the Christmas story, um, that's usually a success. Uh, but my dad typically <laughs> likes to wait until it's right before we're supposed to open presents. So everyone's like, <laughs> you know, Jesus wasn't even born what on this day. Doing? Like, why are we doing this? You know, so it's, it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of Christ likeness um, in our house around Christmas. So, <laughs> so I'm really glad oh we're also goodness. doing the series. So uh, it'll, maybe it'll line me out a little bit, you know? Yeah, I know. No, I really like truly we act like this is, you know, to benefit and bless all the listeners. Really, it's just for us, everyone. It so is. we hope that you enjoy our dialogue on this. And honestly, yeah. just preparing for these shows, it really did. It just helped. Like it just helps to take a few minutes to just kind of reflect on things. And so, um, you know, we're going to be talking about the different themes of Advent. And just as we were kind of preparing for this, <clears throat> I just thought, man, I mean, I know this gets cliche for people because it's like we've been saying this for so long now, but like if there was ever a time in the history of the world, <laughs> but truly like to look back and remember that Jesus came and to look forward and to know and anticipate like he is coming again. This is not all that there is. Praise Jesus in heaven, right? Like if there's ever a time to celebrate what the coming of Jesus meant, it's now. And so- yeah. Absolutely. Today we're going to kind of, we're going to take these a little bit out of order, which is a little bit difficult for me and my personality, but I think this will be good. There's an intentional reason that we're taking it in the order that we're doing it. But what we're going to do today is talk about peace. And um, I kind of want to, you know, we, we're going to get into like the, you know, deeper meaning of peace, but kind of something that goes along with that is just the idea of being at rest and, part of being at rest is even just like the choices that we make that kind of either set us in a place of frantic, chaotic stress or a place of rest and peace. And so, you know, I think it's a, an interesting topic in general, like the topic of rest, because I, I think some people don't have a full picture of what it really actually is, because I think a lot of people just think that rest is, you know, watching Netflix or taking a nap, um, which is part of rest. And it's all important, even though I don't do either of those things. Um, <clears throat> but not, but it's not all of it. Right. So, you know, rest even defined is not, is not just about a nap, but it's about like freedom from activity and labor and peace of mind and peace of spirit. And so they go in, they go hand in hand, rest and peace. Um, and so we're just going to take a look at both of those today. So I'm looking forward to that. I know. I feel like you do this to me every time. So just so y'all know, <laughs> Melanie typically writes the shows, right? Um, and then hands them to me. And I'm like, why'd you give me that one? Uh, so the first one we're going to talk about <laughs> is physical rest. <laughs> so, yeah, yay, um, physical rest. Yeah, I mean, so I think, you know, obviously, I mean, there is... Um, Golly, I know this is important. I just don't like it. I just want to be clear. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that what's it's interesting what our, I think, preconceived notions of rest are versus what maybe it actually is, like what it is for us. I think rest is very individualized at some level because, yes, you definitely, you know, have to physically get sleep at least a few hours, right? Um, you have to get sleep. The older I get, the the more I need it. Uh, I don't bounce back as much as, as I used to. Um, 
But so obviously like the physical care of your body, you know, caring about that, taking care of yourself that way. Um, but then there's also what actually re-energizes you, what refreshes mm-hmm. you, um, and, and, and really actually spending the time thinking about what that is. Uh, and it's, it's one of the parts of, I know I, I reference our workshops a lot, but that's because I love them. Um, you know, but that's one of the things that we dive into in the workshops as well, but it, you know, you gotta, it's not just what you have fun with, but what gives back to you, like what fills your cup, Mm -hmm. um, outside of spending time with the Lord, which, you know, do that obviously in spite of, I know everyone thinks I'm like a heathen now. Cause I said, I'd go shopping on December 26th, um, (laughs) (laughs) immediately after, uh, Christmas, but that's okay. Um, but you know, I think it's really important that you take the time to think about what actually gives back to you, what fills you back up. And what I am very, very passionate about, even though I, I struggle with rest being a part of this, is that we have to function out of the overflow. Um, and you cannot do that unless you are have rest and you have peace. Um, and, you know, I mean, God rested, which is what he constantly reminds me of uh, when I don't want to. Um, but in Genesis 2, 2, he says by the, it says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh, he rested from all of his work. So if God rested, then we should probably also do that. Um, And if I'm saying this a little begrudgingly, and if you hear bitterness in my heart, that's because it is there. Um, So, all right, Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why'd you have to make that one, Lord? No, (laughs) I mean, I think, you know, and what we... Again, I know that you referenced the workshops because this is something that we do talk about um, at our Empower trainings. And I just always thought it was so interesting in thinking about the fact that God rested. It Like, it's not because he was tired. It's right. not like he was like, man, making the universe just wore me out. So I'm going to rest for a day, you know, right. like. That wasn't the point. It wasn't, it wasn't that he was tired. It was that he, it was taking a moment to step back and like enjoy what he, Mm -hmm. the work that he had just produced, like taking a minute to stop and breathe and let that. And so I just, I think that's interesting. And I think it's interesting that, you know, we always talk about God creating the world, the universe in seven days. Well, the seventh day, he wasn't creating anything unless you actually consider the fact that maybe he was actually creating this idea (laughs) Like this was like the first introduction of rest into the world. And so I also, I love sharing at Empower something that I read in um, Priscilla Shire's study called Breathe. And y'all, if rest and Sabbath is a difficult thing for you, I cannot more passionately recommend this study because it's always been hard for me. Now, listen, I need my sleep. Okay. Sleep is not my challenge. It's just, it's the ability to stop working and going and moving and working and working and working. Like literally just last night, I sat down on the couch after we got the boys to bed and we were watching The Voice and I was not getting anything done. And after about 15 minutes, I looked at my husband and I was like, I am not being productive. And he was like, yeah, (laughs) it's okay. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I just can't sit. I cannot sit. And so this is very, very challenging for me as well in a, in a little bit of a different way. Um, so I will just say that reading that study was so helpful because it like introduced not just like why it's good for our bodies and why it's important, why it's literally a spiritual practice 
that the Lord very, very much intends for us to, um, to practice. <laughs> Sorry, just said that word twice. Uh, but I, I, I love in the study, she talks about just how the idea of Sabbath, like the Sabbath principle that God gave to the Israelites in the 10 commandments. I mean, he was talking to a bunch of people who had been enslaved for years, working, working, producing, performing. They were never allowed to say no, right? And so this idea of Sabbath to stop working, to stop striving, to rest went completely against everything that was ingrained in them. Um, and so it was it was really God bringing the Sabbath principle to those people was how physically he had already set them free from Egypt, right? But the Sabbath principle was really helping to set their souls free. Um, and I, oh my goodness, that has forever landed with me to the to the point where obviously I'm still talking about it today. And I don't, I mean, it's been a good decade since I did, went through that study. So it just, I just love the idea that that was like, this is God's heart for us and his intention for us. It's not just like a necessary evil, which I know Brooke and I both have to tell ourselves that pretty regularly, <laughs> but um, it's, it's, it's a gift and it's an intention of the Lord for our lives. Yeah. So we can move on. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> well, and the, you know, it, I love and people who are good at it. I just I think you need to help the rest of us figure out how to yes, be good at please. it as well. Um, and it, you know, yes. and I know y'all have heard this before, but I really do that whole labor to rest thing. It's like if you're going to put your energy into something, it is like figuring out how to rest. Um, and really, because mm -hmm. that is what allows us to be in a place, I think, cognitively and emotionally, um, you know, in our heart and our mind. Um, to be able to actually be at peace. Um, and when I say mm -hmm. peace, like I don't mean the absence of conflict. And if you've listened to this show more than five minutes, you know that I love conflict and I'm also at peace. Uh, and I <laughs> deal with conflict in my work <laughs> all the time. And um, in my life, I think it's, you know, and I'm not talking about arguments and things like that, but just conflict to me is a beautiful thing. And um and, mm -hmm. and also life, there's just too many things happening, right? Like if we're waiting on the world to come into alignment for us to, to have rest and to have peace, it's just never going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I'm really talking about is the presence and stillness and calm in your spirit, despite circumstances, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that means that it takes discipline, you know, a, an undisciplined person. And I'm talking about myself, uh, in some ways, <laughs> right. An undisciplined person really is like, you know, I mean, and we've all had it. It's like, if everyone would just get it together, then I would mm -hmm. be able to do what, you know, yeah. God's asking me to do, yeah. but they won't. Right. And sometimes these else's fault. Yeah. people or your children and rely on you for their physical existence. And so that, that can be, you know, really tiring, uh, you know, or whatever it is. But I think that it's it, the, the discipline of that is something to focus on more than pro the discipline of anything else, right? Like figuring out what gives to us, because again, that overflow is truly overflow. It's a lot. It's not like it's just sort of spilling over, you know, it is pouring out. Right. Um, and and so and, and I'm not going to get all theological on anything, but even as I think about any time the Lord talks about a cup being filled up and it overflowing, the implication is that it is a massive amount. Um, and so that is what allows us to give more, to be in a, in a state of, of honestly too, 
not just peace in our hearts that we're okay, but I feel like we also are able to connect spiritually and supernaturally see like what the Lord is doing in some places where it just doesn't make sense, right? That's when, when I'm at peace is when I hear so clearly from him and I'm not in anxiety, trying to figure it out, trying to create things or make things happen. Um, and that takes a level of trust. It takes knowing God's character, right? Renewing our mind to his truth. Like there is a lot of effort that goes into that. Um, and so, you know, when we talk about there's one thing to want peace and it's another thing to actively engage in that with the Lord. Um, and it's, it's an, it's effort, but it's worth it, right? Like versus the energy that we put into anxiety or, you know, for me control, like, I I mean, I have several friends, um, that I, you know, work with now and their joke is like, you know, Brooke just makes things happen. Right. And that's great. And that feels really good until, you know, it's not my place. Um, until you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until I can. Well, don't say that. Uh, I always can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, sort of. Uh, totally. No, I just. Your superpowers. But I just yeah. mean the times that I've supposed to have been at rest and the times that God has yeah. called me to peace. Right. My tendency is to go to fix, to control and to, quote unquote, sure. make things happen. And he's like, that is not what I'm asking you to do. You need to sit in this. Right. Mm-hmm. And and if I'm mm-hmm. not at rest and I'm not at peace with him, then I don't hear him telling me to stop. <laughs> right. Because it's out yeah. of my yeah. own. Which you know, is it's so my, ironic. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you taking control and making things happen is the very thing that steals your peace when what you're actually going for is is the opposite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if I can just control everything, then I can be at peace and it literally works completely against that. Well, I mean, and I think two different seasons of life, like force it. I'm like, man, if there's yeah. ever a point where I feel like I have literally no control, it's in having these kids. I'm like, I can't, there was so every, from the, like from conception to the present day, I can't control any of this. I can't control. I have no. So, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes you just find yourself in situations that you're like, well, I can't, and it's interesting. It's so interesting, but it's not at all that it's in the very situations where I have, where I am very aware that I do not have control and cannot control that the Lord does give me the most peace. And I'm like, well, interesting how that works. Um, why don't I do this more often? Right. But it's always forced. It's always like, because you know, I'm going to control everything I can control and then I'll leave the rest up to the Lord. Right. And it just doesn't do a whole lot of good for my own heart and my own peace. But you know, I mean, if you look in scripture, it's like God, I mean, he's constantly referred to as the God of peace, you know, mm-hmm. and Jesus, like one of the most well, well-known scriptures is when he said, peace, I leave with you, my peace, I give to you. Um, there's the verse in Colossians, it talks about let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, right? So there's all these scriptures about God is our peace, God is our peace. And so as elementary as it sounds, I think it's important to just note that if you want peace, you have to have Jesus. <laughs> if you want the kind of peace we're talking about, like that deep soul level peace. Um, I once heard John Piper, teacher, pastor, um, author, all the things. Um, I once heard him say, he will be our peace by being our God. Um, and again, that just sounds cliche and elementary, but I mean, if we want peace in our lives, he has to rule and reign like, because he is ultimately our source of peace. But I love to what you said, because I think prayer is such a huge part of having a heart and mind that's at peace um, because it is such a supernatural gift from the Lord. 
again, the kind of peace we're talking about, like that is, it's a supernatural thing. It's not something I can conjure up in myself. Once again, if I could control it, that'd be great. If I could just make myself be more at peace, but it's a gift, you know? And mm-hmm. so I I think what you shared is so on point. I know when I've had seasons and, you know, the holidays <laughs> can be the most, Stress inducing, chaotic, especially if there's like family dynamics that you are. I mean, oh, yeah. Brooke, I remember at our workshop this summer, we had somebody come up to us talking about how they're already stressed out about family dynamics in the holidays. We we're for like, for Thanksgiving, July. that's right. I actually Girl, thought about them. The let other this day. go for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm them. like, whoa, 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 we're already there. I know. No, I that's thought about a, them you know, the other day. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's so much that can bring up things that steal our peace in this, you know, season of the year. Um, and so I just know for me that whenever I have felt like stress and anxiety starting to take over anytime I have just taken a minute to back away and ask the Lord for his perspective on what is happening. And I usually couple that with, and what do you want me to do? (laughs) Right. Tell me what's going on. Give me your heart about what's happening. Give me your perspective. And what is my place in this? Usually what he tells me is I need you to breathe. Yeah. I'm like, nope, that's not going to do anything. You know, <laughs> that's said, not going to change this circumstance at all. Right. A to-do list. I Some did not say. Do. <laughs> Go to work. Uh, like whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Right. Sometimes that is part of it. Um. Well, not Walmart. Uh, no, Talk about the most stress-inducing place ever. Um, yeah, sometimes I'd but, rather do that um, than rest. So that's true. Too. That's a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think being able to get his um, his perspective and his direction on things is. I mean, it just always brings such a settledness to my heart. And, um, and at the end of the day, I just always go back to the fact that peace is part of our inheritance. You know, it's like part of, if you're a son or daughter, if you belong to God, like that's part of your inheritance as his child is peace. It's one of the things all throughout scripture. Jesus said it, peace I give to you. Right. And so, um, if we, if we feel the enemy coming in to steal our peace, I think there's so many things that we've already talked about that we can step into and being intentional about claiming peace back. But there's also just a place of standing in our authority. I mean, there've been times that I've just had to be like, all right, enemy, you're gonna have to back off now because peace is actually my inheritance. It is the gift that God has given to me. And I'm going to claim that back. I'm always very intentional too, about saying, when we talk about this, I'm not demanding of the Lord to give me peace. He's already given it to me, right? It's already clear throughout the word that that is part of my inheritance. So I'm just demanding of the enemy to give it back. He's trying to steal it. So, um, there's, there's a prayer and there's authority. There's that renewing the mind. There's so many things I think that you can be really intentional about, um, in claiming your peace. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I know you, you mentioned it quickly, but the number one thing that really has helped me so much is continuously remembering that I already have it, that I Mm -hmm. just have to shift. Right. And actually, um, opening my heart up to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's there. Um, and what, what position do I need to get in, you know, to, um, actually be in it, be in peace or with peace. Um, and the other thing I'll tell you that I do, uh, you mentioned prayer and all of that is that I pay attention to, you know, cause when things are hard, I'm a, I pray a lot, really great at praying. <laughs> 
<laughs> things get cool <laughs> and it's like everybody uh -huh. looks like they're gonna live right everywhere good yeah um, yeah I sure pray significantly less, which some one of the things the Lord's been talking to me about is like when we go through really hard seasons, it's so great to pray and consistently be with the Lord, but that can itself shift into something of control. And so how mm. does it in seasons that are rest and seasons that are, you know, not crazy um, that I'm making yeah. sure again, the discipline of that I'm building my continuous communication and relationship with him uh, that way. That's actually something mm -hmm. I'm currently working on figuring out, especially now that I have a longer drive, you know, than I did. So, um, yeah. anyway, yeah. so just side note, it's just something he pointed out. It was like, Hey, so in these seasons, that's when we build up our actual me knowing and remembering his character and we build up our trust. Right. And it's, it's, you know, the mm -hmm, meaning of prayer mm -hmm. can shift in really difficult seasons. So side note, um, yeah, the, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Yeah. So to move on so that this isn't the longest podcast ever on peace and rest, uh, I apologize <laughs> for adding some of that. Um, but you know, like when someone is at rest and when someone is, you know, in a place of peace, you can really tell because they're the type of people that you actually mm -hmm. would like to be around. If you are seeking peace, mm -hmm. um, if you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't in peace, because you would also like to be in chaos. That's another podcast for another day. <laughs> but when you're seeking, mm -hmm. you, yep. you, you notice you're like, how are you good? Right. And how do I get there? Yep. And like how that pours out into us just by being with them. There are people that, you know, it's like, I, you know, it's kind of that Maya Angelou thing, right? You're like, I don't even remember what we talked about, but their presence really helps bring me to rest in some ways. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, think about when, when, when you are surrounding yourself with people like that and you are that person who gets to carry peace, um, you know, it's pretty amazing the impact that has on the people we love. And so just kind of practical mm -hmm. ways to not kind of actual, actual practical ways <laughs> to maintain uh, peace this holiday season um, is, oh man, uh, to remind yourself that you are not God. Um, I hate saying that, but it's true. I know uh, apparently <laughs> I need to go pray. You're today. welcome, everybody. Was, Glad you was, so, yeah. yeah, you're not God. Um, but I think the one thing that will keep you from the peace of God is thinking that you can be him. Whatever your motivation is out of that, you know, I don't think most people walk around being like, I'm better than God. But the parts yeah. we play, you know, I've shared on the podcast before, my whole thing, my struggle is that I wanted to be, you know, do well. So God didn't have to worry about me as if. Mm -hmm. that made sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can just you be know? like, I don't need to yeah. even think about Brooke. Yeah. Don't One worry less about person me. out of the billion on the planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's got it covered. Um, which is so arrogant. It's just insane. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> but it only leads to anxiety and fear because you start to believe, and I'm saying this as a person who does this, that you can fix someone or fix a situation and you can't. And so, you know, when you start mm -hmm. taking on uh, like people and things, right, as projects, as objects, if you will, to be manipulated, to make you feel better, um, that's a problem. Um, and and mm -hmm. if you can actually sit in a place where you can believe that you're not God and you can allow him to be God, right, you will be able to rest and you'll be able to breathe a little bit and let him move and frankly, just ask him, what is my part in this? And sometimes it is just sit still and leave it alone. Um, and, mm -hmm. but at least, you know, when you hear that from the Lord, you're like, I don't want to, but okay. Right. But okay. <laughs> okay. You said it. Mm -hmm. So, and I do tell him sometimes I don't want to do it, but okay, I will do it. You know, <laughs> is there anything else, anything else, Lord. Yeah. 
<laughs> so how can I distract be myself? Yeah. Um, the other mm, thing is to prioritize yeah. prayer and time with the Lord um, to, to sit and hear from him, even in moments of like, maybe you got, you're so excited about this holiday season. Maybe it feels like it's been a long two years and our family's getting together mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. And it's going to be such a special time still in that chaos, right? That we're making sure kind of what I shared earlier, that we're prioritizing our prayer, that we're hearing his voice through this season. And I just feel like that will triple the impact of what can be a great season. And then sometimes it's a hard season, right? And we need mm-hmm. to be able to hear from him and be poured into um, while we're maneuvering, you know, families or not families. You know, I don't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just been, it's been hard. Um, and yeah. so just being able to have him speak into your life and in your heart during all of this. Um, mm-hmm. And overall, of course, this is Advent, but just for all time, just prioritize prayer, right? And then remind yourself of the goodness and the faithfulness of God in your life. Um, consider his graces, get tuned in with the generosity of God in your life. And I feel like this is really mm-hmm. a perfect season, especially, you know, to sit down and look at and, and and talk about the power of the testimony and and have him bring to remembrance, mm-hmm. right? The times that he has shown up that you've forgotten about. Cause we all do. Right. And just be like, remind me, Lord, of mm-hmm. the times that you've shown up. Remind me of the good time, you know, the good things, the ways you've intervened, the miracles you've worked. Um, and just really sit in those, write them out and remember them. Cause we have such a tendency to be like, yeah. this was crazy. <laughs> this amazing thing happened, you know? And then two weeks later you were like, I don't even know if I, you know, if God's around. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, and we've right, all done right. So if you're judging me, uh, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I think that's just some practical <laughs> ways that we can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. And I would just, you know, a couple of thoughts to add to the practical piece. Um, because I, I think you're right. You know, it's going to look different for everybody. For some people, it's family dynamics. There's other stuff. I would actually encourage people to literally just go from here and, and spend a little time with the Lord saying like, we're on the front end of Advent, right? So God, like, what is it, what is it that's threatening to steal my peace over this, over these next few weeks? And what is your truth that I, you know, you talked about renewing your mind, like, so that we are not allowing those anxious or stress inducing or whatever, are you fearful? I don't know, whatever the thing is that's threatening your peace, like instead of allowing that to sit and hang out in your mind, uh, to, to literally go ahead and like, you know, get your sword ready, like go to the word, find, find, um, just truth from the Lord that can really help push those anxious or fearful thoughts out. Um, maybe, maybe that's like the most practical thing you could do is ask the Lord what that is. You may already know, like you may be listening and you're like, Oh, I know exactly what's going to take, steal my peace. Um, or you might be like, I don't know. There's so many, I don't know, whatever it is, ask the Lord to highlight that and then ask him to reveal his truth to you. Go to, go to scripture, like, and write those things down and have them with you over these next few weeks. Have that, those truth statements with you, those scriptures with you. And when you start to feel those anxious thoughts coming in um, or fearful thoughts, man, pull out the word, start saying those truth statements out loud. It's very practical. We talk about this in Keys to Freedom. Like this is a very practical exercise that you can do, but that might be one of the best things that you can do even on the front end of the season. Um, And then I would also just encourage you to plan for some times of rest and refreshment. This is y'all guess what? You do not have to go to every Christmas party that you're invited to. I actually have a friend who 
says no to every single Christmas party that she's invited to. <laughs> and she loves Christmas, but she's like, I just can't do it. I can't Hold do all up. the parties. And so I just Unless say no to all of them. throwing an awesome Christmas party. I mean, apparently we, those don't happen for her or she's just decided I'm writing them all off. All of them. All of them? Well, I think if even you're like an awesome Christmas one, party, I'm coming. I know. I know. I'm, I've tried with her. I'm like, what if we did? She's like, <laughs> Nope. No. <laughs> I'm like, See, I can only greatly respect your boundaries. But that uh, energizes me. So <laughs> like I'll I know to all so of your true. parties. Brooke's like, I need to go to more parties. I do. So I'm more at peace. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I cannot understand this. <laughs> um but but whatever it is, like for you to actually plan in some times of rest and refreshment and Y'all, I'm really passionate about this. You better put it on your calendar. You better plan for it. Plan some little windows of time, even if it's just an hour a week. I don't know what it looks like for you, but plan some times in there just for rest, refreshment, where you're not planning, you're not shopping, you're not whatever. Um, It'll do your heart and your spirit so much good. And y'all, I just don't know what's more important than having your heart in a good place and in a good posture um, as we go into the season. So Anyway, we've given you about 1,000 practical tips, which is my idea of a great podcast. Um, (laughs) A million things that I can go and do. I'm like, just give me one. Just give me one. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, for all of you who only wanted one, you have officially been overwhelmed today. But um, yeah, we just, we hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation today. And um, I'm excited to just continue to dive into more of these um, Advent themes over the, the next few weeks with you all. And so, um, as always, if you are finding the content in these podcasts helpful, we would be so, so, so grateful if you would help us out by rating the show, writing a review, wherever it is that you listen. Um, and if you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you have more ideas, because clearly Brooke and I could use some assistance in this area as well. If you have more practical ideas that we, uh, could implement, uh, to, to help, uh, in this specific area, man, we'd be so helpful if you would just give us your thoughts, questions, ideas um, by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And um, to find out more about Mercy Multiplied, if you don't know a lot about our organization, you can head over to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us.